Hello, hello, hello. I am Lady Renee Thomas-James and welcome back to the Vineyard of Wellness, the journey of being mentally, spiritually, emotionally healthy and well. Welcome back, welcome back. I am happy to say that the past few weeks since I've launched the podcast, I have been getting very good feedback. Um, We went into boundaries and wow, the feedback that I'm getting with, with regards to boundaries, it feels good. It feels good because people are saying that, you know, I'm identifying certain boundaries that I need to set and this is helping. So thank you for listening. Thank you for identifying where you are able to help yourself grow and, you know, expand into greatness. This week, as you can see, we will be talking about is who I am really who I want to be? Let's think about that for a second. Is who I am really who I want to be? And we are going to be looking at a growth mindset a growth mindset. Now that question, let me tell you where that question is coming from. Sometimes we grow up our background or culture, how we were cultured slash raised. That is where oftentimes we find our identity. For example, if you were raised in a very religious background, or if you were raised in a drug and alcohol household, or if you were raised by narcissistic parents, or even if you were raised in a home that is mentally, emotionally, physically abusive. This oftentimes we identify with these things and we think that, you know what, this is, this has to be the way to go or religion looks like a certain way, um, you know, adulthood looks like a certain way for example i have to you know do drugs or drink in order to maintain sanity so we find that adults get to a certain point in their lives and they get to that cross point where a lot of adults they know this is not it there has to be something else there has to be something more but what how do they get out of that mindset and want more, <clears throat> want more without feeling as if they are abandoning their selves, meaning who they are, um, that inner child? How do we nurture that inner child? How do we listen to that inner child when that inner child is saying, screaming out for help or for a listening ear or even if that inner child is saying I need love I need a hug how do we respond to that inner child how do we respond you know to who we are becoming right and as someone who was <clears throat> raised in the church with a strong religious and Pentecostal background I found out maybe my 30s, I want to say my early 30s, that for me, and I want to say this for me, Christianity is not 
what I thought it was at the time. Christianity, I had, in my opinion, I had a very wrong concept of Christianity because up to the age of 33, Christianity looked very rigid for me. Christianity looked very, you know, more so like the wrath of God rather than the love of God. And I have met, um, segue a little bit. I have met other adults where, you know, they how they were raised in like rough households with both parents are, you know, drug, heavy drug users or heavy alcohol users. And, you know, we come to a cross point where we know there is just more than this, or this cannot be it, or something is not right. It, it's not adding up. The math is not all the way mathing. So then we ask ourselves, you know, what is that missing piece? And I find that when you question life, you question, you know, yourself, what is that missing piece? What am I missing? There has to be more. I find that some people might say the universe. I say Jesus. Some people might say, you know, whomever they worship or look to for, you know, answers might say, Listen to that voice within, because if you feel as if there is something more, there is something more. For me, when Christianity wasn't quite adding up the way I thought that Christianity should look like, but it was just not making sense, is when I started a new church in Consort, Alberta, or Veteran, Alberta, and the love that I got from that community in my opinion, this is, was very different from the love that I was used to coming from the Caribbean community. And I thought, I thought to myself, my first instinct was this feels fake. And I appreciate, you know, that church veteran, um, gospel church, veteran, yeah, veteran gospel for being patient with me because when I was saying that, and I didn't say it out loud, I wasn't that rude, that this felt fake, that was the more love I, get, I got, I received. It's almost as if that question in my head, you know, is this real? God was answering that, yes, Renee, this is real. And when I came to the realization that Christianity should look like love, acceptance, appreciation, forgiveness, and you know, giving and showing not only yourself grace, but other people grace. That was when for me, the light bulb just went on like, wow. And while I do appreciate my upbringing because, you know, the church I went to, they did what they could or, you know, for the most part, did what they could um, or what they knew. But when you know there is more, you go for more, you look for more. I met this young lady where she was raised in a drug and alcohol you know, home. Both parents were just always strung out on drugs or always you know, inebriated. And she said to herself, there has got to be more. That girl changed, moved province. And then she, she, she established herself you know, as an individual that, yes, is growing from what she knew rather than going through the pains of it and telling herself that this is it. I believe that if you are questioning yourself as to is who I am really who I want to be, I think you can start with the question, how did 
my upbringing impact my adulthood or if you're a teen how does that impact me as a teenager what is your view on life what is your view on other people what is your view on wellness what is your view on spirituality what is your view on mindset growth mindset what is your view on people what is your view on people? Are you loving towards people? Are you accepting of people? I didn't say that you're going along with whatever you know people say, but are you loving and accepting towards people? Are you showing people grace? The first time I heard Renee show yourself grace was from Danielle Keurig. I had, there was this post I made on Instagram and she said, Renee, you might need to show yourself grace. And I had to stop for a moment because in that moment, I had to learn what showing myself grace would look like. And I also learned during that process that the way I talk to myself is important. And who I was at that time is not who I wanted to be. I want to be, I wanted to be someone who speaks kindly to myself first and foremost. So I'm able to speak kindly to others. And because of how I was raised in the church, trust me, I I fueled myself with how to, this is going to sound so bad, but with how to insult people because of how people came at me in the church. People came at me rough, hard. It's always you're doing something wrong, even when you know you weren't. So up until that time, 33 years old, I pride myself on finding insults, harsh words, you know, firm words to just really give it to people so that they wouldn't hurt me. And the, 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 the saying that, hurt people, hurt people, that is true. Because then I look back and what who I was was a hurt person. And I had to go through a lot because that's church hurt. <laughs> I had to go through a lot to really peel back layers of hurt and then start speaking and being kindly to myself, right? So you might want to look at yourself. Okay, how was I raised? How do I see life? How do I see people? How do I see circumstances? That thing is the cup always half, half empty or half full. That is real right? Do I look for the positives in life? Do I look for the negatives? Am I grateful? Am I thankful? Or do I constantly complain not to be misconstrued with venting? Venting is different, but am I a complainer? Do I weigh people down or do I lift people up, right? First and for foremost, if you hear nothing else, stop and ask yourself, are you speaking kindly to yourself? A lot of times, you know, we are abrasive, we are harsh, we are firm. I am a firm person, I get that, but firm in terms of, you know, just more like towards a nasty, being a nasty person than being a nice person or a kind person. And that is how we are to ourselves. Listen to that inner voice. Is that inner voice peaceful, calm, kind? Is that inner voice smiling like a good, honest genuine, authentic, calming smile that would fuel you with positive energy, 
rather than negative ones is that inner voice a positive one and i find that that is where change starts how do you speak to yourself right wanting to be a better person versus to be a different person i find that a lot of people, because of how they were raised, they want to totally, completely be a different person. I don't want to be this person, but remember this. who, How you were raised, those experiences help you to be the person that you are today and the person you will be tomorrow. So even if you're wanting to be a better person, which nothing is wrong with that, your experiences shape who you are today and the person you will become tomorrow. Now your decisions. That's this. That is what determines. If when you wake up tomorrow morning. You will be the same person. Or you were today. Last year. Ten years ago. Or you're making or taking baby steps. To becoming a better human being. A better thinking person. You know developing a growth mindset. Setting goals. Approaching them one by one little by little speaking kindly to yourself so you're able to achieve these goals i find that that is so important <laughs> that is so important with crushing goals one by one and it might take a year for some goals that's okay you could be working on one goal for the year that's okay it means you're working towards a better you Right, and we are going to move on to setting personal goals for yourself. Set and achieve personal goals, work towards them daily. If you fall off, give yourself grace, give yourself a moment to make sense of you know what, what just happened for me last year. I had goals set up for last year and I fell off and when I looked at where I was and you know the reason for falling off it was simply because I was tired I was just tired of you know chasing the next goal <laughs> and I needed to just step back and just be present be calm go slower you might need to do that sometimes. The goal might be to go slower. That's my goal for this year. Just go slow. Right? So it's good if you're if you're, you know, crushing your goals and something happens and you fall off, give yourself grace. Ask yourself, okay, what happened? Sit with yourself. Sit with your thoughts. Sit with your your inner person. You know, what happened? You know, did I need some time to just step back a little bit? You know, in Jamaica, we have this saying, you know, two steps backward and then one step forward. That's okay. You might need to take two steps backward in order to take one step forward. It means you're looking at, taking two steps backward means you're looking at what could I have done differently? Why did I crash? And that one step forward could mean that, okay, I might need to take, you know, a month of going slow, half, you know, a quarter of going slow with whatever. Or you might look at your plate in terms of, 
you know, what you're doing, you're, you have a nine to five, you have, you know, two, three, four, five, six kids, you have, you know, the house that you need to take care of. How are you approaching, you know, your household chores, you know, with the kids being a mom or a dad, how are you approach being, how are you approaching being an individual with so many tasks? It means then that you might need to take some things off your plate in order to succeed at some of the goals that you have set for yourself. We have in business, we say, do not create no more than maybe one or two goals per quarter. If you are ambitious, maybe three, right? But one or two goals per quarter. So for the year, that is um two times four, four two is eight, right? So eight goals for the year, maybe. Some people will even tell you four goals for the year, maybe six. So you, you give yourself an opportunity and time to make it happen, right? Set goals that are achievable and make it happen. I want to give you some examples of personal goals because I want you to leave today um, writing down a personal goal that you would want to work on. So here are a few personal goals, um, examples of personal goals that I want you to think about and think about, okay, what could I start working on as a personal goal? Or if you're ambitious, you know, one or two, maybe three personal goals for the next coming months. That's, you know, three to six months. So becoming a better speaker or a better listener could be a personal goal. For me, becoming a better listener has been a personal goal for mine for the past maybe four years. And, you know, with every year it being on my personal goal list, I have seen where I am becoming a better listener. And as time go by, I develop, you know, better listening skills, be it I need to write down what is being said in order to come back to it or to remember it. I'm 42, so... <laughs> We forget stuff, right? Um, so becoming a better speaker or a better listener. If you if speaking is your thing, that could be a personal goal of yours. You might be a shy person, you might be an introvert. You want to just learn how to or know how to speak to people better, know how to approach the public. You might want to start a YouTube channel or even a podcast, right? So you want to put, you know, okay, how can I become a better speaker on your personal goal list? I know a lot of people who, you know, have that on their personal goal list. Get financially educated and save more. I, look, financial, financial education should be a personal goal for all of us if you're not yet there. And if you feel as if you're financially educated, there's always more you can learn. The more you know, the more there is to know, right? Um, another goal could be to be closer to God, and for me, that's Jesus, or to be more spiritual, right? Your religion, your your religion or, you know, whomever you worship for me, that is Jesus Christ. So it's always a personal goal of mine and spiritual goal to be more, um, to be closer to God, to ensure that, you know what, I am maintaining a good relationship with Christ because <laughs> you can be, I can be led astray, um, not only by people, but by things, by, you know, the, the likes of the world. So, 
if spirituality is important for you and you want a relationship with, you know, your spiritual being, then seek that. Another goal could be to start and maintain a skincare routine. Let me tell you something. As someone who has a skincare brand and who is a skincare enthusiast, I speak to a lot of people who has this, who have this goal of just having, um, developing a better skincare routine and maintaining that because they want to bring their best self and their best skin forward. So they do have that as a goal. You can think about that as well. To read X amount of books per year. That could be three books, five books, 12 books, 20 books. If you're ambitious, 50 books, whatever that looks like to you. To read X amount of books per year. To become attentive to my family or check in with my friends more. So you want to be, it could be that you want to be more attentive with your family. You want to be more in tune with your family. You want to have a closer connection with your family. That for a lot of people is important, but they don't know how to do it. So with that being a goal, you're going to find ways on how you can become more attentive and just have a closer relationship with your family. And it could be extended family, or it could be your immediate family your husband and your children it could also the goal the other one could be um checking in with your friends more for some of us that's important i'm not going to lie to you for some of us that's important not to be confused with if you need a moment by yourself to yourself that's also very good. However, checking in every now and then with your friends is important. Another goal could be to develop a bedtime routine and schedule. Look, every year on my list <laughs> to, to, to improve on my bedtime routine and schedule. Uh, my bedtime routine is every night I do, I take a shower and I do a skincare routine and um, pamper session because that's important for me. What during my skincare routine and pamper session, that's just like the way I moisturize my body, my face, my skin. I'm listening to worship music that relaxes me. If it's not worship music, if I'm a little bit anxious, I have rain sounds on my um, TV or um, on my phone, right? Rain sounds on YouTube. And then after that, I do, you know, my prayer and be in tune with Christ and then go off to sleep. Now, um, sometimes I read before that, like just having, you know, reading before that or after the show when I'm done, while the rain sounds is going, going on, I read, right? But last before bed, I take, I Last before bed, I pray. You can also do a gratitude journaling at bedtime as well. I find that putting your thoughts to paper, excuse me, putting your thoughts to paper, I find is important to just get rid of whatever is in your mind or on your, you know, mind on paper and you're able to sleep better. That works for me as well. Another goal could be to decrease screen time and social media time. Look, scrolling is no joke. That's also on my list. <laughs> scrolling is no joke because you can scroll away your life. And setting timers for social media 
it works for some, it works for me sometimes. Um, setting social media timer, not going over, let's say 15 minutes of scrolling. If it, if that's what you think will work for you, do it. If you, you can replace that time with reading, you can replace that time with research on how to become a better listener or how to become a better speaker. You can replace that time with researching products for your skin type. Do you see how many things we can do rather than scrolling? Amen? Amen. <laughs> and lastly, this is just an example, to be more feminine, if that is what you are wanting. Last year, that was on my list, to be more feminine, because I find that, and whatever feminine looks like to you, whatever feminine looks like to you. I find that I was just too coarse. I was too rough. I was not being my feminine self in all my feminine glory. And I did not like that. So last year on my list was to be more feminine and to grow into what that looks like for me. And um, I can tell you, I, I, since I've done that, or that has been a goal of mine since last year, I speak differently to myself, to people. Um, my clothing is differently. My hair is different. My earrings. I, I used to just like leave some of, you know, leave some of them out. I make sure that, you know what, this makes me feel more feminine. Having my nails done, just something simple and clean. This works for me. Um, reading certain books, how I respond to my husband, how I respond to my children, always making sure that certain relationships are maintained. That for me is feminine, right? How I speak to people, how I love people, how, you know, how kind I am. Quite frankly, truth be told, in all transparency, sometimes I do fall off. But when I do fall off, because it's something that I've been practicing, I'm like, we get it back, Renee, get it back. Let's let's hop back on the horse because that is something that is important for me. It was very important during my 20s. I lost it in my 30s. And now in my 40s, I'm like, we're ready to go back <laughs> to our true, divine, loving, feminine self. So today we spoke about um having a growth mindset, you know, looking at who you are. Is that who you truly want to be? How did your um childhood shape who you are as an adult or if you're a teenager and the ways in which you might want to develop um coming becoming the person you want to be setting goals and approaching them step by step in small portions that works you're setting yourself up for success so your homework for this week is set one personal goal and work towards a better you just one and if that one personal goal you're working on over the next six nine six to nine months or even a year I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be proud of you. It means then you have recognized that there is something to be done and you're taking steps towards a better you. So for the rest of the year, you can choose one goal to work on for the next, throughout this year, one personal goal. 
just one. It could be developing a nighttime routine. I'm still working on my nighttime schedule, right? It could be your skincare. It could be reading more books. It could be speaking kinder to myself, developing a growth mindset. Does that make sense? Developing a growth mindset, starting with my inner person, how I speak to my inner self, how I speak to my inner child even, that little girl in me or that little boy in you. How do you speak to that person? Are you harsh? Are you kind? Are you welcoming? Are you loving? Are you forgiving, right? You know, do you create a healthy, peaceful environment for yourself? Let us look at that and thank you for listening. And if you're on, if you're listening on podcast, thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. And I will see you in the next one. Or if you're listening on the podcast, I will talk to you in the next one. If you haven't already, feel free to follow me on Instagram at lady.renetomasjames, on TikTok at ladyreneetomasjames, and also subscribe to my YouTube channel at Lady Renee Thomas James. Last but not least, I know a few people had questions with regards to um, boundaries. Feel free to send me any question that you'd like for me to discuss here on the podcast. I'll be more than happy to do so. You can drop them in the comments below. Or if you don't want to do that, you want to be a little bit more discreet, find me over on Instagram at James and send me a DM. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful evening, night, morning. And remember... This is a journey to becoming a better you, a better mental, spiritual, emotional you. Thanks for listening and have a good evening. Bye-bye.